Hey y'all and welcome back to Ray of Light TV podcast. I'm your host Raven Lynn welcoming you all back to another episode of Soul Care Sunday. Now you all may know me from Instagram as the YouTuber, TikToker, dancer, or even the girl who's always making encouraging faith-based content. But here on this podcast, you will get to experience me in a whole new light as I take you through our Soul Care Sunday series. Here on this podcast, transparency and healing is the focus behind every episode. So I invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the radical transformation that will occur in this podcast that is destined to leave you better than when you came. Thanks for joining us and welcome to Ray of Light TV. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Ray of Light TV podcast. I'm your host, Raven Lynn, thanking you guys for joining me for another episode of Soul Care Sunday. Soul Care Sunday, in partnership with the Ray of Light TV podcast, was created because I saw a need in my community and in myself first and foremost. This need was women and people needed a place to come to rest, recharge, and gain the nourishment they needed for the world ahead. The world has a funny way of beating and bruising us up, but this is a place where you can gain the educational tools you need for the various problems and battles while simultaneously getting a word that you didn't even know that you needed. (laughs) If this is your first time joining us, welcome in, welcome in. Please make sure to turn on your podcast notifications if you are watching via YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Music. And if you are a returning subscriber, thank you so much for being here with me again today. As always, before we start, I want us to go and get busy on social media. Social media is such a crucial tool in expanding this platform and expanding this vision. So if you could please go out and use the hashtag, hashtag Ray of Light TV, so that I can see where you're hailing from, so I can know that you're tuning in, so I can know that you're getting this word, getting these tools, getting these everything that you need to be the best version of who you are. We have folks hailing from Canada, the U.S., Bangladesh, South Africa, and more. So we are really, really building a following. And I don't want anyone to miss one minute of it. So please tell a friend, encourage a family member to listen. And as always, please continue listening yourself. So child, after I say all that, let me tell y'all something about me, y'all. So a part of the ministry that God has on my life that he's been speaking to me is it's very important for me to be in rooms for the people who can't be there. I'm like a stand in the gap. That's that's the way that I work in the in, in the world as a stand in the gapper. So child, I have been at the Woman Evolve conference uh, hosted by Sarah Jakes Roberts uh, for the past two days. And let me just say, um, it was so phenomenal. I think sometimes we think about conferences, we think about platforms and we say, oh, that, that's just another thing, baby. This was not another thing, let me say. And I'm not even just saying this because SJR is my girl. I'm saying this because they covered everything that women needed from maternal issues and maternal struggles, reconciling the relationship with your mother, reconciling relationships with your family. They had stuff for single women. They had stuff for married women. They had a whole mental health meditation series, everything that we stand for here on this platform, they were doing it and recharging me 
for what's to come it was so special it was so powerful and like this environment gave me clarity into my purpose and put me back in the position that I needed to be to be a leader in my sector of the world Many people don't know the struggle of what it means to be a leader heading over a group of people that you care so dearly for. Having subscribers and members all across the world. And a saying that I love um, that her husband, Pastor Teray, actually says all the time is that great need- leaders need great leaders. And I just thank God and I honor him first and foremost for allowing me to be in this room with such a phenomenal leader such a phenomenal person who could give me the tools that I needed for y'all and to be better and to grow and to create y'all it's something that happens when you get that inspiration that you need back to create like you can have like a little podcast writer's block but I'm good girl your girl got the sauce the juice for months years decades centuries generations to come so let's get into it okay So from the title, you should already have an idea of what we are going to be discussing on this platform today, which is addressing, or as I would like to say, calling out the internal struggle. So I have been having at least a lot of people, okay, calling my phone, talking about Ray, you know, I've been dealing with this internal struggle thing, making me feel less than, making me feel like, you know, whatever. So I said, you know what? I'm going to be a help to not only you, but to women everywhere. We go address this thing. We go call it out from the root. We go call it what it is. And then I'm going to give you some practical tools for what you can do to overcome this thing and to be in the fullness of who you are. So for those of you guys who may not know what an internal struggle is, or I don't know, let, let me, let me just, let me just level the platform. When I say the internal struggle, um, I say that for people who have, um, been struggling from any situation or circumstance that causes you to second guess yourself to the point of emotional distress. This can look like uh, questioning your self-worth, questioning your identity, questioning your purpose. Why am I even alive? Or having trouble deciphering the truth in any given situation. Christians would call it warfare which indeed it is, because if you are cognizant of the things of the spirit or not, many of us can agree that there is like this internal pull and tug that is always making us question if I should listen to the voice that is inside of my head or if I should listen to the truth about, you know, who God says I am and who I am, period. Okay. So today we'll be discussing how to overcome this internal battle and begin setting some healthy boundaries in our life that help reconcile us to truth even in our greatest moments of uncertainty. So before I go into the steps and the tools, I would love for us to take a minute, sit and focus, get one issue in mind that keeps coming up like the nasty bully it is. And I would challenge you to sit with that thing and examine the issue. What exactly is causing this tug? What questions the elevated levels of anxiety or concern that you have about a certain situation or thing? When did you begin putting yourself down and when did you do it so much that you didn't even notice it anymore? When did you stop believing that better was possible 
and that there was a life before the uncomfortable emotions that feel overwhelming began to kick in. And when you find out what that thing is, the best thing that you can do to that loud, nasty, demeaning, ugly, uncomfortable voice is to silence it. Anxiety does not define your truth. God does. And getting to a place where you have, like I like to say, muscle memorize God's word about you, it takes it takes intentional practice. But eventually, you can do it. And you guys know I love to give you an example. So let me throw out a practical example that I'm battling with even right now. <laughs> so for all of my college students, one of the biggest things that is just so uncomfortable is when our universities and our guidance counselors ask us the questions we don't even have the answer to. One of my favorite ones is, what do you want to do in this life? What do you want to do after college? How how are you going to support yourself? <laughs> and the first thing that I would do in a situation like that is recognize that my question is valid. A lot of us don't even get to this point because we shut ourselves down in the process. We're just like, I don't know. I don't want to know. Like, let me just throw the towel in. Number one, baby, your question is valid. What am I going to do? That is a reasonable question. I think it's great. Um, but I think that we can understand and recognize that the question is valid without allowing it to boss our every step around, to boss our every move around, and to boss who we are around. We don't got to do that. <laughs> so a way that I cope with uncertainty is I go back to God's word, which says I can do all things through Christ. While I was listening to the Woman Evolved podcast, something that she said, if you take it back to um, the book of Philippians, when Paul said, I can do all things through Christ, she said, we have to learn how to be abounded and abased in all things, which is, which is in sense, learning how to tolerate uncomfortable emotions. I can be a bomb host on my podcast and still struggle with something in school. I can be a bomb straight A Dean's List 4.0 student, which I am, and still struggle about what I'm going to do 10 years from now. I don't have to be good at everything. I don't have to have the answer to everything. And just because I don't, that doesn't make me less than. That doesn't make me less whole. That doesn't make me incomplete. It just makes me human. And I feel that if we are going to be the powerful women of God who God has called us to be, we must understand that first we're just human. And first, God didn't call us to have it all together. <laughs> That's not the point of this thing. So practical tips that I do is saying that, also saying this uncertainty will not kill me. Although it feels as if everything is riding on this one decision and it's a matter of life and death, it's really not. Taking a step back and bringing myself into reality is one of the most powerful things that I do every single day of my life. And it's a process. It's not a one and done situation. You may have to keep telling that thing. You're not bigger than me. Uncertainty is not bigger than you. Worry and anxiety is not bigger than you. It's a feeling and it will pass if you let it. It may even come back, but guess what? It will not kill you, sis. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm just so passionate about this. So now I would love to talk about some more practical tips that you can incorporate into your life to help you overcome this internal struggle. 
So number two, after we done talked about you don't have to be good at everything, which is just so powerful. You know what? Let me get back to number one. Number one is you don't have to be great at everything or know everything or have the answer to every question. One of the things that I'm working on in my own personal life is redefining what ambition looks like for me. Yes, we're talking about it. When I, and I know that many other women feel this too, but when I think about ambition, baby, I often think about words like aggressive, go-getting, restless, relentless, determined, driven, persevering, and hardcore. Another word that I think about when I think about this is pressure. Pressure. And this pressure is often what we are expected to bring to the table if we want to see be seen as overachieving or ambitious. But can ambition be brought to the table in order to be redefined? I think it can. I have a big poster on my room right here. It's like a vision. It is a vision board. And one of the things that I'm working on for the rest of this year and the rest of my life is redefining what ambition looks like to me. If you break down the word ambition to its original Latin root, it means striving for favor or thirst for popularity or honor. We can go and talk back about (laughs) the inner child in us that really needs to be healed, set free and delivered. That will be another episode. That will be another episode. But like the thing I always tell myself is why strive for favor amongst people? When favor is already freely given to me through God. (laughs) When I'm already liked and loved, who am I seeking popularity from? Now, I am in no means saying don't give your best. But when is it that every day you want to do every... Let me give y'all a better example than what I'm about to say. I don't know if you guys know, I trained as a professional dancer all my life. I'm trained, certified, done, boom, in there, pop. Even in dance, we didn't do the dance full out every single time. And just because we didn't do the dance full out every single time, that didn't make us less great. It didn't make us less professional worthy. It didn't mean that I wouldn't get a full ride to go to college and dance and get scholarship money to go to college and dance because guess what I did? (laughs) That just means that my natural talent produced something that that ambition couldn't. And is that possible that we can redefine ambition, redefine goals, redefine success by saying that my natural talents will produce something that me working 60 hours a week, working, toiling every day just can't produce? Is that okay to say? I mean, talk to me. Tell me. Is it okay to say? If you're in the comments, if you're on Instagram right now, text hashtag Ray of Light TV, Ray. That's okay to say, Ray, I don't know what you're talking about. I need to work my butt off for this thing. <laughs> I think that's something that would be a better use of everyone's time is find what you are naturally gifted in and strengthen that thing every day. Fine tune it every day. Learn to master what you love and you'll find that you are greater than you ever even thought. <laughs> The second thing that I want to mention, and I'm going to give you three points today, and then we're going to do a part two later. The second thing that I want you to remember is that your emotions, baby, don't tell the full story. And I gave you a little disclaimer about that earlier. Something I really 
love that I do is I don't get drunk in my emotions. I always try to snap myself back into reality because if you don't, like you go be really out there drunk in your emotions. And when you allow yourself to get so consumed in your emotions, what you're actually teaching yourself is that I can't cope with this thing, number one. And then also you're not giving yourself any time to think critically, looking at the presented evidence and seeing what next healthy steps should be. When we do not think clearly, similar to when someone is intoxicated, we make decisions that are not healthy for us in the present and that will definitely cause consequences in the future. If you are feeling overwhelmed or distressed by a particular scenario or emotion, the best thing that it would be for you to do is to step back from that situation for a minute. Take a few deep breaths and return to home base and see the steps that you need to move forward in a healthy manner. That may mean coming back to this thing later. That may mean coming back to this thing in two weeks. That mean that may mean coming back to this thing when you have a have a um have more knowledge, more information on this thing. Something that I love to say is I'm gonna put a pen in it. I love putting a pen in my anxiety because the thing about anxiety is it makes it thing it makes it seem like things are so real. And I'm very open on my uh, experience with anxiety before it. It makes things feel like they're so, so real. But the more information that I get, whether it be from counselors that I keep around me or, you know, just people who can even speak to my situation, is that that thing is not as great as it presents itself to be. And so I love putting a pen in anxious thoughts until I get a little bit more information on the subject. That's when we go to get an empowered baby. If you want to be an empowered woman against anxiety, against the internal struggle, one thing you should always know is put a pin in it until you get a little bit more information on that topic. That's free. That one was for free. (laughs) And number three, I want you to know that the grace and mercy of God will always outlast that feeling that is up against you. Trials and situations come, just like I said in the beginning, life has a funny way of beating us up, bruising us up, making us think we are this big. And if you're on the podcast and can't see my hands, I'm making them, I'm squinting them, squinting them, squinting them, squinting them, so there's no juice left, making you feel like you that big, okay? (laughs) But guess what? You're bigger. And it's possible to be steadfast. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, God actually, t- Christ actually tells us to be steadfast and endure like a good soldier. See that thing through. And some synonyms of the word steadfast are dependable, loyal, true, faithful. And even if you are not Christian, even if you are not spiritual, these are synonyms that you can take into your workplace, into your business place, into your marriage. Be dependable, be loyal, be true, be faithful, even in trying times. And sometimes when you're in the middle of the trial, the only thing that will plant you in anything for me is the fact that God's love for me will always endure longer than this presented struggle, than this presented trial. And baby, it's going to be okay. And the thing that I love about God's word that I always love to disclaim on here is even if you don't believe the same as me yet, Take these principles and begin incorporating them into your life and just see what happens. God and me, we be on the same type of time. God says, test me and see if I don't do what I say I'll do. 
just try it but that is what really grounds me is that his love endures longer than any of my situation any of my negative feelings any of my confusion (laughs) and when you can put your faith in Christ that his truth will long remain longer than any circumstantial evidence maybe you're building your faith and you will be blessed for what you do so everyone as we come to the end of this I want you to repeat after me I accept me I accept and love this current version of me while graciously making room for newer versions of me I am enough I am valuable even though I don't know it all even though I don't know everything. I have room to learn in my calling and the things that I'm good at. I can seek mentorship and understanding in areas that I want to grow in. It doesn't make me less than. My natural talents can do things for me that working tirelessly can't. I do not have to put false pressure on myself. I do not have to create tasks for myself that others would love to help me with. It's okay to ask for help. It does not make me weak. (laughs) And if I make a mistake, baby, I will recover. I am only human. Thank you guys so much for joining me for another episode of Ray of Light TV Podcast. You know we're going to be back next Sunday with part two. I hope that you got something. Continue listening to this over and over. Continue watching this over and over. Continue watching this when the feelings come up. Continue studying and, and listening to this even when everything is going good. I love you all so much. Peace and shalom.